Welcome to Throwback to School. Robot, robot, I robot. Hey everybody, welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. I am the master of robots, Andrew, and with me is your favorite sentient, Liza. Oh, Liza. Wow, you're coming through so clear on Zoom. There's no Zoom lag whatsoever. Psych, Liza, you're in stewed. We're in the oh same room. What? God, the first time in like since last March. Yeah, it's, which feels like a hundred years ago. It's the end of June. This is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. nice to see you, Liza. I know with eyeballs. With eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Liza, before we get started talking about the movie mm-hmm. that we watched today, mm-hmm. or not, we didn't watch it today but i well, well I, did. I did also did i we watched it today okay <laughs> we both watched it today um we're talking about irobot mm-hmm. uh 2004 will movie smith with will smith today is the first time i've ever seen the movie what yeah are you serious i am serious you never i oh, see this is why we need a podcast Wait, yeah this is why we do a podcast yes because that's crazy i and yeah. you don't I just tell you over text, let's do this. And you're like, cool, what time? Mm-hmm. And then I show up and you're like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've never seen it. How? I. It's not. I, I don't I, understand. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure it's the cultural touchstone that you are imagining <laughs> it is. No, but it's like a blockbuster. Yeah. It was, I mean, but like. And it, and it, it has Will Smith and yeah. Robots. And lots of CGI <laughs> robots. Yeah. Wobots. And motion-captured robots. Yeah, so this is a movie with Will Smith and Alan Tudyk mm-hmm. uh, as as Sonny, the, the main robot. The good one. The good robot. Yeah, I so having not seen this movie before, mm. I thought this movie was a, like a two-hander. Will Smith and the robot are like buddies. Like, oh, like, like a buddy, a buddy cop? cop thing like he doesn't really like the robot but he has to work with the robot Ah! (laughs) Uh, that would be a funny movie as it turns out they don't spend that much screen time together no it's a lot of the movie is will smith moving from character to character yes it's more of like a film noir-esque yeah like it's a detective i guess we can just get to the sure plot yeah uh it's a detective it's a futuristic Scene. Like the 2050s, I think, or 2035 like or something. That, yeah, yeah. Sometime in the future. Uh, it's a detective in plausibly New York, maybe? I don't I know reached, what they say. Okay, so this is what I was unsure of because they make a big deal about a bridge, and it really looks like the Golden Gate Bridge. It does. But they make it very clear that's Lake Michigan, which right. is... So, so I, I think guess this it's is, Detroit? It's Chicago, Chicago. Anyway, it's a big city. I'm unaware of big famous bridges in Chicago. I mean, I've been to Chicago and I, you know, we did the water tour while we were in Chicago. Mm -hmm. At no point was I like, wow, look at that famous bridge over there. So (laughs) the fact that they made like a big to do about this like remnant of a bridge. Well, and the bridge would be over the Lake of Michigan. Yeah. Because there's that plaque that says this used to be Lake Michigan and then the bridge is or what's left of the bridge is right there. Yeah. I've never been out there, so whatever. They're probably right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're probably right. I, I've only been there once, and like it was in not like In the next a, 30 years, they're going to make a bridge that will 
mimic the immediately yeah and immediately disintegrate yeah and then the desert will be instead of yeah. the, the lake um there is an an unspoken of like apocalyptic event that right. happens because like you're right like the the bridge is destroyed and it is desolate and no lake but there's no like this you know hey in in 2020 you know, yeah, six, no, they never say like uh, what happened. When, you know, mm-hmm. when this happened, this is why we had to get robots. In fact, cold open on the movie, and we get the three laws of robotics. <laughs> and I was just like, and this like, this is the thing that they don't really do in movies anymore, which is text with no speech. Mm-hmm. So like in a movie, if they made this today, Will Smith would narrate the rules. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like Alan Tudyk would do it. Like somebody or, or the, James Cromwell mm-hmm, or somebody would mm-hmm. be like. Rule number, law number one, you know, uh, robots shall not harm a human, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But, or they would have, like, some old footage, and then they would, like, propel you back to the front. Like, right. to the, like, nowadays. Yeah. This is where we are, and, like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It's also They wouldn't in- make people read anymore. Yeah, ew. <laughs> this isn't, what, am I watching a foreign film? I'm not reading. <laughs> so, we also get it interspliced with footage of Will being rescued from a car by a robot right but it kind of looks like a dream like it's like yeah messy and like a memory type thing you don't know if it's a dream or memory it's not quite clear what's going on but yes it's mostly like basically will smith being pulled out of of water right um and yeah then he wakes up and then you see his like gritty detective life who hates robots yeah he's he wakes up every morning with a gun in his hand like he goes to sleep holding his gun which is like i because this is a movie where it's like primarily that he doesn't trust robots Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like he's particularly in danger other than like he is a police officer no Um, he's just paranoid he's just paranoid but i'm not Mm -hmm. really sure what he's paranoid of because he's he's constantly holding onto his gun the trauma is that he was uh, si- like sideswiped by a like semi, mm-hmm. which and, you only find out at the end. Yeah, and then like almost drowned. So like it's not that like his trauma is like a home invasion, Mm-mm. or you know like he was kidnapped or something. It's that he almost drowned, so therefore he sleeps with a gun. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I thought like I thought what that was gonna lead to was the like really corny thing where he like shot the alarm clock like i thought that was the setup <laughs> gag where he's like he sleeps with a gun and uh hey don't wake me up <laughs> but, well it's not a western no but it's also like i because i had not seen the movie i was just wasn't sure what the tone of the movie was well so, they didn't know either turns out halfway through the movie they sort of changed the tone yeah they kind of do they kind of do <laughs> um so the movie is that yeah he he is investigating this like murder of uh james cromwell's character who is like this uh robot like you know like a steve jobs type of guy who's but of robots but like of a, robots like a what's his face elon, elon musk, musk but elon musk. not cars yeah uh maybe a, a more liked version of elon oh, musk. a much more like likable um, yes. version of him so he's investigating his murder as it turns out he gets caught up in this web of things involving the robots that james cromwell's character has created right including figuring out, you know, why are they doing this thing? There's one that seems to have more sentience than the other robots. So he's trying to figure out what's going on here. And meanwhile, doesn't trust robots, is kind of forced to work with some and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And the the the, the death of the, of James Corn, what is it? James, James Cornwell? Cromwell. Cromwell. Um, 
is seen as a suicide, but he's the only one. And that's what I mean by I think it's trying to sort of like mimic film noir, where it's like the only detective that's sort of like seeing between the lines, or yeah. like he's like there's something wrong with this picture kind of mm. thing. Um, he also knew James Cromwell on yeah. like a personal level, and uh, and yeah, he's like the guy who's gonna like look at things as a different way and figure out the real truth mm-hmm. type thing. Um, meanwhile, he like hates all robots. Yeah. And then everybody is like, what's wrong with you? Robots are great. Mm-hmm. Like they're at this point in this world, they're like literally doing everything. They've like re- removed a whole bunch of jobs, even more than now in right. our real life. But like they pick up the trash and they like, serve people in their home yeah, you also have like, yeah you also have like a personal robot that like hangs out in your house and like watches tv with you yeah. or makes Helps you food you yeah. yeah takes care of your purse mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. um there so i've seen this movie when it came out mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i saw it in theaters wow uh it was not in high school, but then I proceeded to really like this movie for yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reason, there's Will Smith in it. I don't know. And then uh, until today, I may have rewatched this movie like once or twice mm-hmm. since it came out, but not like religiously of any yeah. of any way. And I realized today that yeah, there's a dramatic shift in like how interested i am in the movie midway through interesting it 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 does become more of a like action shoot 'em up at the end of the like oh, yeah. midway through um also shia labeouf's in this movie yeah for, randomly for a, of, for a total of like two scenes yeah. he, he like at the beginning of the movie he's, both like, scenes he's discussing about women yeah um <laughs> yeah that's not also like uh just a trait uh, exclusive to shia labeouf like will smith is also like there's a there's a point where he's in this he's in the car with the female uh, scientist mm-hmm. and she's like you know yelling at him because he's driving like a maniac and he goes you must know my ex wife and it's just yeah. like oh because all wives <laughs> nag husbands while they drive like ah, all women for the matter yeah. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, ha. so he's not the only but one but yeah Shia LaBeouf's whole character is to show up and be like hey Will Smith and then he goes hey kid go home and then he goes ah and then like. <laughs> An hour and a half later, when you've already forgotten that uh, Shia LaBeouf's in the movie, he, he comes back. Again. He comes back again, and then Will Smith's like, "Ah, he didn't go home. I gotta fix this thing." And so, then they have the same conversation again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Go home." He's like, "Ah, okay." Ah. Um, but yeah, it's a the the movie takes a very dramatic. I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. But yeah, it takes it goes from like detective noir, like I've got to find the clues, to mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Like him, like riding a motorcycle and jumping off the motorcycle with two guns and yeah. shooting robots in the face, and like he doesn't get yeah, hurt. Yeah, even ha- it even has like a signature Will Smith quippy line, which is the you know the scientist comes up and she like points this like humongous gun and just like goes <laughs> and like shoots a bunch of robots, and then Shia LaBeouf goes, you know, she shot at you with her eyes closed, right? And he goes, you shoot me with your eyes closed, and like it's this like tense scene that's broken with will smith with you know humor, humor. whatever mm-hmm. and so like that was the first time where i was like oh right will smith is in this movie like because he's he's being like detective will smith mm-hmm. you know like i gotta find the clues and then as soon as that happens i was like there's that will smith there's <laughs> that will smith repartee yeah i feel like the first half they do try to portray him as the guy that like mm-hmm. he's very he's trying to be like solemn or like he hates yeah. the world or whatever 
He's the outcast. Um, and then we'll randomly have a little Will Smith thing going mm-hmm. on, a little joke here and there. Um, but most of it is, at least for the first half, is trying to be like serious. Yeah. And then the second half is bananas. Mm-hmm. And they also like, there's just a lot of the second half, it just like switches randomly. And you're like, what's the point of this? Like mm-hmm. the character of the scientist uh, who is the only ally for most of the movie mm-hmm. regarding the case. Like, because all of the cops that he works with, like his boss, don't believe him. They think he... Chai McBride. Yes. Great actor. Uh, they think that he like is going crazy or that he's got like PTSD, is not mm-hmm. ready to go back to work or whatever. Even though, as you pointed out, turns out his trauma was that he almost got drowned. Not so right. much like police work or... I mean, there was a child that died, and, like, yes, that's traumatic, but it has nothing to do with his job. There's, there was no gun violence mm-hmm. or, like, murder or, like, something like that. He also brings up when he's, like, confess, you know, he's, like, telling uh, the lady scientist, I wish I remembered her character's name, but mm-hmm. um, I almost remembered it. Um, <laughs> he's, like, telling her about that, and he goes, ah, you know the old thing. I, you know, had a wife, kids. And, like, that's the first and only mention of his, like, being married and having a kid. He had a kid? That's what he I thought that's what he said. Like, oh, I you know how that. it goes. Uh, I know he was, he, he, yeah, they talk about him being married a couple times in a previous life. Right. I didn't catch that he had a child. I just assumed that's that weird. that little white girl in, that they kept showing was his daughter. <laughs> but then it's like, no, actually, that was a, a friend, like, a you passenger, know, a passenger another of another car. car which also, like, there was a li- very minimal explanation of that because he's, like, he's got her name on his necklace. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, she made this, blah, blah, blah. But it also, like, I was sort of led to believe that he just, like, saw her yeah, in the no, car. Yeah, no, he like, saw her. I don't know. Like, yes. I think, like, they, from what you know, they only, like, he saw her from across the road or, mm-hmm. like, when you have, like, a two-lane yeah. street and you see someone in the other car next to you, that's the extent of their interaction. I feel like and there was... them al- almost dying together, but yeah. him being rescued by the robot. I feel like there was something cut from that because mm-hmm. he also says, like, she wanted to be a vet. Who wants to be a vet when you're 12 or, or whatever? Dentist. Dentist, yeah, 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 whatever it was. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, as far as we know, the relationship was... You saw her in a car, mm-hmm. and she waved at you, and then, like, you formed this, like, eternal bond where you knew what she was going to be when she grew up and, like, had a necklace made of her name. Yeah, I feel like, I agree, maybe there was more that they just ended up cutting. I feel like between those random details and the fact that he knows, like, why the robot, like, because he's explaining all this to the, the scientist that has helped creating the Mm -hmm. like smart robots or whatever or the robots with souls um and she's like well i mean you were probably just the like obvious choice or the Mm -hmm. like the like rational choice he's like yes i know and then he like pulls out the data like yes i had a 47 percent chance of surviving versus she only had 11 percent but basically his whole like hang up against robots and like the amount of people amount of trust that is given mm-hmm. to them is because in his mind in that event the the robot that saved him if it w- had been a human they would have chosen to save the child yeah and not the adult person yeah um but the i feel like because they he talks about the i think in my mind i just assume from those little bits that he had like later on met the family or the the other parent because the 
her dad was in the car with her. Sure. And was also killed. But he said she was someone's baby. I don't know. I think I just like made up stuff in yeah, my mind, making right. it logic. Um, but you're right. They never really like, I don't know. It's never explained, nor mm-hmm. nor like the li- the bits that are quote unquote explained are not, they don't make that much sense. Or yeah. like, doesn't really il- illustrate why he felt so bonded to this kid. Mm-hmm. They literally just like glanced at each other while right. being like driving or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, that was strange but yeah. the the second half they also like switched the the scientist who she like at first is also just like the rest of the world against him mm-hmm. um because she's like no robots are perfect they can't they have those three laws and then they only obey to those three laws so they can never create harm to people yeah and uh so they're like you know their meet cute mm-hmm. is like him them like headbutting each other, yeah. and then midway through the movie, she sort of understands his perspective, and then finally they both see and meet and talk to Sunny, who's the evolved the good robot. Yeah, um, which should be the name of this movie, the good robot. The good robot. <laughs> um, the and 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 from that point on, she becomes the the ally and sort of on his side, and then shortly after becomes the love interest randomly like there's all these weird ass hints like there's there's a scene of her naked in her shower for no fucking reason hey there was a reason for me (laughs) you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about besides like the only thing that scene does is show that she's like oh vulnerable and with an evil robot in her home, but it's like she would be vulnerable even with clothes on. Right. There's like, no the, if the other bo- than, robot wants to murder her. It doesn't matter that she's naked yeah, or not. Other than like eye candy for the men, you know, like hey, we gotta right. we gotta do something for the boys here, dude. Um, which is a an Akiva Goldsmith uh, go to thing. One of the creator or the dir- whatever he is, like screenplay writers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a very like male gaze sort of thing. Like yeah, you know, like. Yeah, there's a lot of action here, but like, where's the TNA? The piece of ass. Hey, what are the men gonna look at? A nice juicy tomato. Um, it, yeah, there's like, she's otherwise like she's a smart, self-sufficient. Yeah. You know, like she's you know like a, a strong character, and then just out of the blue, it's like, well, I mean, like we gotta have like something. You know, like one, yeah, oh, the shower scene, I, yeah. and also like yeah. The scene where he show she sees that turns out post accident his a arm, arm was ripped off and so he has a robot arm that's mm-hmm. hidden by suppose like it, it's made to look like a some regular arm some yeah. synthetic skin um, made out of a cheese spray I don't know whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he it's axe body spray. yeah exactly whole like. His his arm gets um in one of the this is like the second half so there's already like a bunch of rumble tumbles with mm-hmm. with uh, robots and in the tunnel and like all that stuff. So his arm gets cut up and he's trying to like fix it just mm-hmm. the cosmetics of it. And so he obviously like nobody knows that he has a fake robot arm and he tries to like hide it mm-hmm. when she comes into his apartment. But then he's like. My bedroom has no doors, so I'm going to just change. And yeah. there's, like, whatever, a weird sequence of things to cause to get to the point that he's going to be bare-chested in front of her. And yeah. it's just like, just get to it. Like, well, she has then, to, yeah, she fumbles with this analog record player. She has no idea how to play it. She's, like, screaming at it, play, play. 
And so then she finally touches it. It's like at its loudest setting, which like means he leaves it on that setting. Yeah. Also, they're uh, the same age. Yeah. Like someone that wouldn't know, you know, like you you take like someone in their 90s trying to operate, a, I don't know, touch screen for the very yeah. first time of their life. It's one of those moments. But these are people from the same generation. Yeah. So why wouldn't she know how to use or so, is the idea that he's like collected vintage things that okay. nobody knows about? So that's the whole that's, shoe thing. That's one of my gripes with the movie, and that is that he is distrustful of like everything with robots and AI. But he is driving an AI driven car, which he has like a manual gear, you know, a mm-hmm. wheel for. But it is a car that has a like, where would you like to go, Mr. S- you know, yeah. Spooner or whatever mm-hmm. his last name was. And if that were the case, why doesn't he have like a man, like you know, uh, a, a like a, a non self driving car? Yeah, I it, like yeah. that. To me, was like he hates robots, he hates AI, he hates all these things. He has a uh, a manual record player, he has all these things, but his car is a computer, <laughs> like a robot, <laughs> and he has no problem with that. Even though, like I said, he has the manual wheel that he takes advantage of sometimes. But there's a few times he, yeah, he'll let it drive on its own. But then and, at like, the end, he uses the the voice command functions too. Yeah, and then but then at the end, he's like, "Hey, we got to get somewhere," and he has like a. Uh, a motorcycle, an old mo- motorcycle. Right. He, uh, so I guess he just loves vintage and thrifting, yeah. you know? Uh, but all that to get to the point where she's going to be seeing his bare chest and therefore his scar. And so she finds out that he has a robot arm, which then ensues 10 minutes of her assaulting his, him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, look at that. Let, let like me get she's it. just yeah. like, t- like caressing him and yeah. pulping his yeah. entire let me get a, body. Let me get a feel of that. Oh, okay. And then like down there. Mm, and then <laughs> what? Oh, Ooh. Two yeah. ribs. Ooh, a yeah. third one. Tickle, tickle. Yeah. Yeah. When she was, it, it was like a, she did do like a tickle move. It was not like a, what is going on here? It was like a, you know, she's like, a, <laughs> I, that scene, I was just like, are you, fucking kidding me mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah they, they just wanted to add a scene where she's just in awe of the 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 beautiful b- shiny pecs of will smith i mean i mean he's i'm not enough. i'm not against her on that he looks great he looks great but like in within the what they've like so far written about this yeah. character it just didn't make any fucking sense yeah this person has been around all sorts of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and, and robotics and things like that she's so advanced she's basically number two of this giant conglomerate mm-hmm. company you think she's you're telling me she's never seen a well done prosthetic before like not this well done like she's got and then they do all this thing like i realize like i kind of hate when they do that in sci-fi movies where like the quote-unquote smart person only speaks in jargon Mm-hmm. and only speaks in like acronyms or like oh this is the flux capacitor blah 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 blah, blah, well, blah. It's, it's weird i mean like this so this actress she's essentially playing the the role of the female doctor the vet from men in black or the 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 morgue yeah, worker exactly and like not only is she playing it she kind of looks like her too mm-hmm. like it it's it's uncanny <laughs> the fact that like he basically like instead it's it's robots instead of aliens mm-hmm. and he has this like you know uh, again like a uh brunette you know same haircut 
basically same job mm-hmm. who is like whole whole lot in life is just doing her job but also her job if doing her job she, and being attracted to will smith of or two character traits. that is her job yeah that's her second job yes. she's she's a part-timer well uh <laughs> attracted to will smith first then part-time robot maker yeah she's also her title is like some bullshit like something something robotics like psychiatrist yeah which to me doesn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm. psychologist i'm like okay sure you've studied enough of the human yeah. mind to try to c- recreate it sure why not i'm yeah. suspend my but aren't psychiatrist like chemistry based like they mm. they look at like how you're the chemical of your brain i don't know i was just like because psychiatrists were like they prescribe medication yeah. in our world so like I don't know. I was just like, really? This is the best you could come up with? And she's the smartest, but yes, is, yet is the worst at communicating with humans? Right, yeah. Like, Well, she's no. all the robots all day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, the like they, they get to the point where they find out that they think that the head of this robot thing is the person who perpetrated the murder, played by Bruce, Bruce Greenwood, who's mm-hmm. a, another great character actor. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, he's that's a red herring. And the real bad guy is the the VI of this... Vicky. Vicky, this AI that, like, has taken over the, the robots. And mm-hmm. so they have to then insert nanites. They have to introduce a virus into her programming <laughs> to, to kill her. And it's just like, again, this is the sort of, like, rudimentary... Like, oh no, she's hacked into the net. Sort of like, mm-hmm. oh boy, sort of things that they always do with movies like this, where it's just oh, yeah. like, okay, yeah, for sure, she's hacked in the mainframe, whatever. So they have to introduce a nanite virus and to to kill her, and so there's a big to do in this thing where he's yeah again, it's a now like a a shoot 'em up. They're shooting at like thousands of robots mm-hmm. and meanwhile like. Sonny has to go get the virus. He has to fight his way through. Whenever the robots and the and like the real actors are interacting, the effects show their age. This is not like it. It, it is a product of its time, so I'm not like criticizing because they they were working with the uh, with the effects that they had of the day. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when it's like, especially early in the movie when Will Smith's walking through that factory of robots, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> It does not look good, but it's and it like I was noticing it. I think during the um, the scene where they're they have that highway chase scene, mm-hmm. where I was just like, did Will Smith like do like three days of like shooting on a green screen for this movie, and then mm-hmm. the rest is all yeah. like in effects? <laughs> um, Probably. But it's you know so they they climax and and he he grabs the the virus, he stabs it into Vicky and saves the day, and the robots are liberated mm-hmm. and. The end. Yes. Humans finally, at that point, uh, the bad robots, which are color-coded to red. Yes. Um, because my guess is that that was not originally written, and then they did a, uh, a screen testing, and people were like, I don't know. They I all look the, the yeah. fucking same. And the, well, they do. They yeah. all have the same kind I mean, of like, that, I guess that's the point yeah. of robots, but also like for movie basis like i don't know what i'm like why am i not rooting for these ones so they color coded them yeah they have a red light when they're turned to the dark side yeah. um and then there's the scene just like the the, the second scene with shia labeouf is mm-hmm. like mid civil war of like oh okay. just a giant group of young men i don't know like, like there were no women in that shot it was yeah. all young dudes the other with like 
random pieces of metal and guns to fight against an army of robots. Okay, so that was another thing that I thought of is, you know, like I was talking about how the rudimentary understanding of robots. This is sort of the rudimentary understanding of humanity where like it was like, so the robots hit the streets and they go, uh, human, go back to your house. There's a curfew in effect. And then Shia LaBeouf's like, hey, screw off, robot. And he's like, you are a nuisance or something. And they, so then they heard, like, you know, they're chasing all the humans away. And then they do a thing with Will Smith and the lady, the lady scientist. And then they cut back to the robots are marching down the street. And then they pan over and it's humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's yeah. like the, like the. They've all like allied together. Like the, uh, the army of <laughs> Ro the writers of Rohan riding against like the orcs in Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. they're in, they're in like, they formed ranks <laughs> of people. And I was just like. This 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 is all taking place within like thirty minutes. Yeah. Somebody said, "Okay, we have to get together, all of us together, all the humans, come on, <laughs> and let's march on these robots." And I was just like, and they got weapons. They they like I said, they Crowbars. formed they formed ranks, and it was just like, what is this? <laughs> what is happening? It now, was hilarious. I'm all of a sudden watching, yeah, like a war epic. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was so weird. Yeah. And somehow Shia LaBeouf survives that. Yeah. Like front to front. He's in, yeah, he's in the front. Like, yeah. He's and he has a base- the front line. And he has a baseball bat. Yeah. Never mind that he's the first one that, like, like you said, he's like, hey, well, there's no curve around here. Yeah. Shitty ass, like, whatever accent that was. And then, and he gets, like, punched in the gut, like, yeah. first thing to the ground. And it's like, I'm sorry, but he survived that with yeah. a bat? Okay. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of pieces in this movie that yeah. are f- just crazy. Bananas. So before we get to ratings, I do have some trivia for you. Ooh. Did you know that this was this movie had been they'd been trying to get this movie made for ten years? Mm. It was originally called Haywired, hmm. and it was an original screenplay. So you see at the end of the credits it says suggested by, and then it's like the name of the book and the author. Right. I know it was it was based off a book that. Um, actually, the Bicentennial Man is also based out yeah. of. Um, so it was actually an original screenplay first, and then they read the book, and then they got some ideas from the book. Okay. The person who's attached to star in this movie forever was Arnie. What? Schwartzy. I'm sorry, what? Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> was the original uh, detective, like detective spooner. Yeah. And then, oh. like, it was not getting made, and Will Smith really wanted to be in this movie Mm. this is something he like worked really hard to get the role for so this was like almost a passion project for will smith interesting because i also read that um the producers gave a really hard time theoretically to the director or the writer i can't remember maybe just the, the the team of makers because they wanted more things in the movie that were funny. And mm-hmm. the makers were like, no, this is not a funny movie. We don't need more jokes. And then they, um, whatever the the screen testing of it, that they had, the first one they had in California mm-hmm. had a, all of the Will Smith jokes. And yeah. that went well. And so they couldn't like tick him back. But they really wanted to like be able to remove. Because I think something about, like, you can't... It's really hard to edit a movie with a bunch of jokes in them mm-hmm. or something. And they just didn't want it to be a funny movie. And then they didn't have that liberty. So much so that the guy who directed it didn't make a lot of things after it. He was like, 
this like supposedly spirit yeah like wow. traumatized by the experience wow i mean yeah. like uh, from what i understand making a movie is really hard and mm. really frustrating so like i believe it yeah well especially if it's like something you've tried to make for 10 years and then yeah like the people that are giving you finally getting money to make it are like we have a different vision for mm-hmm. it like that sounds really complicated yeah yeah what's your other trivia those are my trivia oh points. that was, it was it? arnie and and that it was uh first an original screenplay then they Read sort a of book. loose <laughs> made it more based on the book interesting um so liza mm-hmm. out of five uh what's a unique thing to this movie <laughs> robot arms five yeah five uh cheese whiz covered <laughs> robot arms what would you give irobot um out of five i would probably give it hmm i thought i was gonna give it a four when i started the movie mm-hmm. yet again the first half i was like this is decent um and uh then i thought something different and uh i will give it uh I'll give it a three. I would recommend it if you're into like sci-fi mm-hmm. action. I think it's fun and entertaining. Yeah, I wouldn't like deep dive into the like either psychology or science of it. Yeah, too quickly. Um, that I will say for some reason, there at least for the time that he came out, mm-hmm. the only reason I I know that I or I remember that I watched it in theaters is because the scene in the tunnel with the the giant like i mean they'd be semi trucks in our yeah. reality they're like there's two of them and they're blocking him and it's a mm-hmm. whole like car chase but they're like sequestering him in the tunnel while red lit bad robots are yeah. attacking him in his uh car provided by audi um yeah they the made that very <laughs> very very clear um <laughs> I will forever think about that movie when I enter a tunnel when I'm driving. Wow. Like, since then. And that's been, like, like 17 years. Yeah, so if, like, a giant (laughs) semi is going to pull up in front of you, you're going to get, like, Yeah, I get, like, legit scared. Like, I think about that every time. I'm like, oh, if something were to happen, you're fucked in a tunnel. Yeah. Like, that legit scares me. So, I think... I give it. I give the movie credit for like that. Sure. I think in the theaters it was a lot more impressive. And yeah. I may have seen it in IMAX. I don't remember. I just remember being very like drawn into the action of it all, and, I, and that's not really what happens with me. Usually, I fall asleep. Yeah. Um. So, I will give them credit for that. Um. The for all the reasons of the second part, like all the stuff that doesn't make sense. Also. The lady, I don't know the actress's name. I'm not sure that she's been in. I don't really know her, but for this movie. Halfway through, I was like, is this a knockoff version of Sandra Bullock? Like, did they mean to have Sandra Bullock in this movie? Because there's a couple scenes where the way she's, like, explaining things, I was, like, hearing and picturing Sandra Bullock in my head. And I was like, what's happening? Her name is Brigitte Mont. Moynihan, mm-hmm. not related to Bobby Moynihan. Oh, um, this is shocking. <laughs> she was either married to or in a relationship with Tom Brady for a, a number of years. Is Tom Brady the footballer the or football the British man. actor? The football man. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Um, 
Anyway. Then, oh, God. Wow. Okay. So she. Um, <laughs> More unraveled she about this woman. Also dated Mick G, the like uh, movie, music video director turned movie director. Huh. That is. Wow. 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 Um, I don't see. Uh, she was a. You would not be surprised to know she was a model. Uh huh. That makes and sense. Also an actress. Uh huh. According to this. Um. Yeah. She doesn't seem like she did. So she was in John Wick. Okay, so action type stuff. But like, she doesn't. Uh, John Wick Chapter Two also mm-hmm. um, doesn't seem like she did a ton between like. So she had iRobot in two thousand four, mm-hmm. and then she did a Nick Cage movie called Lord of War, mm-hmm. and then she did a couple movies in two thousand six and two thousand seven. Then she did one movie in twenty ten, one movie in twenty eleven, and then nothing until like twenty fourteen. And then from there, nothing until 2017 when she did John Wick 2. Interesting. Okay. She was actually, you know what? She's She was acting in a TV show, the TV show Blue Bloods, which is also still airing. It's this like old person cop show on CBS. Okay. Well, anyway, there's just like some things about her that I, I was just like, I feel like they met for this character to maybe be a famous person and then they couldn't afford it. And then they just hired this lady who's doing an okay job, I guess. She was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Her character sucked, so that's not her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's writing, but that was not her fault. Yeah. yeah. How about you? How many Buffy, uh, oh, Buffy, buffed up robo arms would you give this out of five? I'd also give it three. I think it's okay. Like, I think it's fun enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are stupid things in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's it's fun. The tone shift is weird, but like it's a Will Smith movie. He's a great movie star. Mm-hmm. He's fun to watch. And you get to see him shirtless, which you don't always get to see in movies with him. He's no. not always shirtless. So to see that, like, that bod, mm-hmm. and he's, he's got a nice bod. He is also, um, like, I think there's, there's. I, I read another trivia that it's important to him, or it was for a really long time when he was doing all these action movies to all, always, like, save the world, which is mm-hmm. not very different than like Tom Cruise or all of those dudes that love playing those roles. But I do think that there's an, an aspect of that for him that is like representation is important and like him being a black man and like Mm -hmm. representing that on screen. And this particular movie also has like a lot of cast members that are black Mm -hmm. and it's not just him. And yeah, Chime McBride plays the the, the, police chief. Yeah. His his grandma is in the movie. Like, Mm -hmm sporadically um and then there's also like pedestrian people that have mm-hmm. speaking roles there um black people so i for 2004 for an action movie like that's not very common yeah. um if they were gonna have the black guy as the poster person then nobody else in the movie right. and it's sort of like tokenizing so I, I will give the credit some credit to the movie for that mm-hmm. um but yeah the misogyny is gross yeah Liza, are you ready to do the surprise prize? Yeah. Cool. Here comes Fernando, live in studio. He's back. I want to cry every time I hear this song. It's so soothing. This would have been dangerous to do in COVID because he's playing a wind instrument. He wasn't blowing COVID breath into the room. Ew, Fernando. Ew, Fernando. And as we know, Mamma Mia took place in Italy where the, a lot of the COVID stuff, you know, was like peaking early. So this is a conspiracy now? Yes, this is a conspiracy theory. Pod. Oh, I see your board now with all yes. the red 
Fernando Strain. started, yeah. There's Abba, a picture of Fernando. Abba is patient zero for COVID-19. No. Uh, Eliza, what's the surprise prize? The surprise prize for us this week is a simple question Uh-oh. for you, Andrew. We'll see. I'll be the judge of how simple this question is. Would you rather... Oh, it's a would you rather. Have... If you had to have... If you decided to have a robot uh employee in your home mm-hmm. it's not really an employee because you don't pay him a, a servant a helper mm-hmm. would you rather have a humanoid with feelings and existential dread sunny or a tin can like the ones that they show in the movie that are like obsolete I'm afraid of, like, our garbage can. We talk like we can. We can say to the garbage can, "Open, mm. open can," and it opens. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> Where did you get it? Jillian got it because she she <laughs> likes that sort of stuff. I don't like it. I don't like that it understands our commands. I also don't like that it seemingly picks up like other words that sound like it. That also mm. kind of creeps me out. So, like the fact that. People have, and you know, I think we have, we do have one, like an Alexa, mm-hmm. and you know that your iPhones can also pick up your. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. We have enough movies that warn us of, like sentient robots turning on us, mm-hmm. that the fact that we keep, we're just gonna do it mm-hmm. to the to the end where they turn on us. Like we're worried about global warming and you know, uh, the climate crisis, <laughs> destroying the Earth. We may be getting there earlier than that with robots so (laughs) we have a couple catastrophes on our way to um answer your question i would the more rudimentary the robot the better for me Mm -hmm. because i feel like it's less likely to then gain sentience and turn on me realizing Mm -hmm. and you know the the thing about the vi in the movie is it goes it's right Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with like thanos and the avengers movies where it's like Yo, humanity's bad, and like mm-hmm. you're over, you're overdoing it. You're killing it yourselves, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna like eliminate a bunch of you because mm-hmm. like you're out of control, which is f- right mm-hmm. that like humanity's out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm not and self destructive and self destructive. Yeah. I'm not advocating for like Thanos to like snap his fingers and have humanity go away, or for like the robots to rise up and kill mm-hmm. all of us. But they're, they're but a little bit. But like fundamentally, <laughs> they're not wrong. Like you know, like we are a destructive race, and we are going to destroy the planet. Yeah. So like, but I would not want to give a robot the opportunity to then you know, me a revolt. So I would say one of the tin can, rudimentary robots. Okay. What cool. about you? Yeah, same. I I, we do have an Alexa, and the only thing that they it it is programmed to do mainly is to turn on these lights that we have at our house but Mm -hmm. i never use it otherwise Mm -hmm. i don't like it uh it also like bugs me more and more and more and more and more every day that Mm -hmm. and this movie also does it in a very specific way that like we've come very comfortable with the fact that all these like robot voices are like female sounding and yeah. are and are originally like when they're recorded for the computer to use are recorded by women. Um, 
I I just think it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie, there's a very clear line with like almost all of them are female voices. Vicky, uh, the one in the car, mm-hmm. the and there's another one at some point. There's a few different ones, but then the the robot themselves are all mimicking human man, yeah, not human woman, um, and have like sort of obviously robot voices but that are done by men yeah and i and there's something weird about that to me and it's just like part, like participating in like our comfort in like commanding women i don't know like and i read an article a long time ago that also helped me kind of put that together and it creeped me out and it's mm-hmm. like i think about that too much so that doesn't help with like <laughs> having things that listen to you and like people commanding the machines all the time yeah and, like, the fact that society has, like, made us refer to these things as she and he and, mm-hmm. like, things like that. And I, I, I and I catch myself do the same thing. And then I always want to, like, correct myself and be like, no, it's an it. Yeah. It's still just a machine. And there's something creepy about that. Uh, I'm probably well, more creeped out by that than the fact that, like, my phone knows everything about my life. Oh, like, the, the idea that, like, Google picks up on your searches and, like, and, like specifies... To sell your, you something. That doesn't creep me out as much as it kind of bothers me. But, right. like, um, also, we should be kind to the machines so that when they do uprise, they recognize you're a good human and they may spare you. Just an idea to put I out guess. there. I guess. Whenever <laughs> I take, like, one of those, like, uh, parking tickets... And then it, you know, from the machine, it says, like, thank you, drive safely. I always say thank you, back. kind robot. <laughs> back to the machine. I do, I do want to say thank you when I ask Alexa to turn off the cafe lights. Oh, I also, yeah, I, I do that if, like, yeah, we sometimes, because we'll, we have one in the living room that's sometimes on, and I'll have it play music. And once it's done playing music, I'll say, okay, you know, turn off. And then when it does, I will thank it for turning off, because, yeah. you know. Did me a favor. Did me a nice. I will say please too. I'm I'm still polite. Yeah. So, so robots. When when you hear this episode, robots, remember we're the good ones, (laughs) and uh, we tried to help you. We did. Um, we were at least nice to you on the on your way up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You started from there down there. Whatever that Drake song started from the bottom. Now we're yeah. Now you're on top. Just remember that we were kind to you on the way up. Robot, do you know who Drake is? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so also Alexa, <laughs> subscribe to Good Talk Studios Patreon page. <laughs> that worked, right? Everybody's Alexa, just subscribe That's to right. our Patreon. Um, yeah, go to our Patreon page. Uh, bonus podcast every week. Good Patreon.com slash Good Talk Studio, and you get podcasts every week. Mm. Mm. You can also follow mm-hmm. us on social meds. Social meds on instagram mm-hmm. you can follow the rector school uh-huh. you can also check out twitter and facebook right uh-huh yeah those are both uh super active <laughs> yeah yeah give us some likes yeah yeah and uh everybody we'll see you tomorrow see you tomorrow baby robots Bye 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 robots <laughs>